Hey guys, welcome to the Good Guys Filmcast podcast, a podcast all about movies. I'm Houston Bass. Hey Houston, I'm Tommy Smith. And we just saw Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Yeah, Mission Impossible 5, correct? 52. 52. 52. <laughs> 5 point, 5 dot, 5 dot 2. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about Mission Impossible. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, Tom Cruise and some uh, yeah. some of our favorite short big nose band love, <laughs> and uh, and then we might just chat. We have no schedule tonight. No, no schedule. We're just off the cuff. We're hanging yeah. out, having a good time. Um, Tommy's been a bachelor all week, so all week we're just <laughs> this is what we've been doing. We saw how many? Did we see two movies this week? Uh, we watched two. We watched Interstellar. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just just full disclosure, this is uh, <laughs> Thursday night. Um, we saw the Thursday night premiere of Mission Impossible. Uh, you're probably listening to this on Tuesday or Wednesday um, per regularly scheduled film cast releases. Release, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you know what? We, we got something new we're going to start off with. If you haven't seen Mission Impossible 5, not 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Right, 1, 2, 3, Ghost Protocol, or... Rogue, or, or Nation, Rogue Nation, however you want to. Um, yeah. We want to, you know, drop a little bit of um, just some synopsis, synopsis. You can read this anywhere on the internet. That's right. It's um, out there. So it's not a spoiler. That way you kind of have a little bit of idea of what's going on. Yep. Yeah? That's All right. So Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Ethan and team take on their most impossible mission yet, eradicating the syndicate, an international rogue organization as highly skilled as they are, committed to destroying the IMF. That is the longest <laughs> note in the world. Um, I don't know that if you can. That was good. Yeah, you did yeah, a yeah, great sir, job on the synopsis. I tried. Um, that was fantastic. I was trying to play off the Mission Impossible theme song, which um, go to that iTunes and buy the um, soundtrack. It should be out August 4th. Currently, you're listening any, to. Any versions of the soundtrack. I mean, true. Got so this one's currently Michael Giacchino's from Ghost Protocol. Uh, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Where should we start, Tommy? Should we start with a review? Should we start with our, our Tom Cruise spy movie kind of kind of chat? What what would you like to start with? Dealer's choice. Yeah, let's start with uh, our favorite Tom Cruise movies and our favorite spy movies. Okay. Or and actually, not our favorite spy movies. We want we we we've been back and forth. We wanted to talk about favorite spy movies, but then I said we should just compare spies. Yeah. So we're gonna compare Ethan Hunt, James Bond, Jason Bourne, and Austin Powers. Not Austin Powers, no. <laughs> uh, just just those three, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. Um, sure. Okay. So so let's start off with our favorite Tom Cruise movies. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw one out there. Okay. okay. And and All we'll right. just see where it sticks. Um, <laughs> Oblivion. Okay. Why 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 is that one of your favorite Tom Cruise movies? It's Tom Cruise at his sci-fi best. In this story, okay. like, do we go see Oblivion together? We okay, we saw Oblivion together. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of movies in the last five years that we haven't That's seen together. That's, That's a good point. It, that would be easier to do, would be to yes. name the movies we have not seen together. So Oblivion to me was one of those that I could not figure <laughs> out from the trailer, and I couldn't figure out going, like sitting through them. It genuinely surprised me. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise gave a really good performance. There's Morgan Freeman in there as well. Um, there's the the line that repeats in my head all the time of, are you an effective team? And yeah. uh, really cool gadgets. CGI was amazing. One of those movies that was filmed in 4K, I believe, one of the first movies 
fully filmed in 4K and released digitally. Yeah, anyway, it's a, it's a fantastic sci-fi movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Tom Cruise has done his best work in the last seven years. Definitely. I, I think, I mean, it's not that he hasn't been in great movies or that he hasn't been a good actor in those movies, but I think some of his very best work, his most likable work, has been in the last seven years um, since he did, uh, since he played Les Grossman in Tropic Thunder. Well, I think, and, and I was trying to figure out why this is, why why his movies recently have gotten so much better, and it's because he's not in the public eye as much. Like when yeah, the whole Katie Holmes scandal went down on the couch with Oprah, I wanted to have a yeah. clip ready to play that, <laughs> and I didn't. Um, that's, because I'm a slacker, but when that yesterday's news, it was like it was Let's like move on. All we could do is watch his crazy in movies and not really um, get his characters because we were so like, oh, what, what's crazy? Tom Cruise is going to do in this movie? Yeah. Um, but now that he's like, I mean, he's producing most of the movies he's in. So I think now we just have a respect for Tom Cruise. I agree. I think that in the last seven or eight years, he's really taken on roles where he's not taking himself so seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of my favorite movies that he's done is Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, dude, yes. Why don't you just Emily Blunt and kicking Tom Cruise's butt? Yeah, it, over and over, uh, over. Yeah, and and that's why I think that he's not taking himself so seriously. He's not taking on these roles where he's elevating himself into this superhero position. He's taking on roles where he's not so one dimensional. You know, and, and what I mean by that is, I mean, we, you know, like like. Like you had mentioned, you know, we loved him in Top Gun. We loved him in, you know, The Firm. We loved him in A Few Good Men. And even like in A Few Good Men where he's, you know, um, he's got some depth. <clears throat> he's not, he's, he's kind of likable, but he's not really likable. Whereas in like Edge of Tomorrow, he was really likable. Yeah, and I even, agree. And even agree. In, in, in another movie that I really like him in... Okay, so I was kind of skimming through some of his movies. And, you know, he made Minority Report, Minority Report which was a great sci-fi flick. Spielberg. Spielberg. It was great. Store, like, has a TV show coming has, soon. Yeah. I mean, there, there's... The concept is incredible, but he plays this ultra serious character. He plays a tortured character. I mean, his, his son was, was kidnapped and, and his, his wife left him and he's addicted to drugs. I, I know. But, and that's, and my, my point is, is that these are the kind of movies where we kind of, where we kind of start, started saying he's playing the same character or the worlds is another character where he's just like this tortured soul. And he, he's taking himself really seriously. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I, I'm going to argue with you there because I don't think he was a tortured soul. He was a dad whose, whose kid was rebelling and his, his wife had just left him and he played a divorced That's what father. I'm he's tortured. Ah, uh, okay. Keep going. Continue. But in a movie like edge of tomorrow, he, it's, he wasn't. He he's was not a, taking himself he was as seriously. Kind of a pompous, yeah, right, jerk. And even in like Jack Reacher, where he's, I, I think the, of course I think the writing on Jack Reacher was really was really oh, well done. Fantastic, yeah, of course. Um, but we get to see more of Tom Cruise's comedic side, where he's, I don't know, the witty banter and and that kind of thing that he had in Jack Reacher that made him a likable character. 
I mean, even though he was serious about his job and he and he right. took care of business, but those are the kind of movies that I that I've enjoyed watching him in. And I think even even the Mission Impossible movies as they've progressed through the directors, he's he's not the Mission Impossible. He's not Ethan Hunt for Mission Impossible One or Mission Impossible Two. You know, he's 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 Ethan Hunt for Mission Impossible Three. Right. Exactly. Which is possibly my favorite of the Mission Impossibles. Yes. Like I I <clears throat> Ghost Protocol was amazing. The stunts in it were awesome. I love that Simon Pegg had a huge character bump. Um, this one was also great as well. Breaking records with just all kinds of stunts and things. But Mission Impossible Three, when J.J. Abrams took it over. After John, the the mess that was John oh Woo's gosh. Mission Impossible Two, uh, which you know J.J. Abrams hasn't done any wrong in my eye yet, and yet because there's always room for mistakes, <laughs> and but we will, I will forgive J.J. Of, of any mistake. Anyway, <laughs> he took that and just kind of like brought a humanity to his character that the first two didn't really do. Right, he stopped being this superhero and became this real character that we could... Who still doesn't miss. Like, every shot is awful. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that he's not doing crazy things that yeah. most humans can't do, but there's a there's a little more reality to the, him as a character, and we can relate to that. We like him better. And this, and this movie is a good example of that, too, because you see some, some places where he misfires a little bit. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? he dies like, oh, well, I can't want to say that. Yeah. It's, you see it in the trailer at one point. It's a, yeah, yeah. That wasn't a spoiler. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I just like what he's doing now. I agree. And I, I really do. What, but like I said, what I think it is is, is more, of, more of a, why is that guy in movies? Why is that guy famous? Like, why is that guy yeah. doing so well? And now it's like, a, oh, okay, <laughs> we have respect for him now for some odd yeah, reason. Exactly. Um, he got through his crazy phase. He got through his multiple divorces with his wives. And and now it's like Tom Cruise has been in the game so long. He's continued to break blockbusters. And, and at his age, you have to have respect for what he's doing. And the guy's ripped. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for being 50, however old he is, 52, 53, however is old he is. Is he really that old? Gosh, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he's like 5'5", five, five, which have you noticed that recently <laughs> – he hasn't been trying to hide his height, like a lot of like a lot of his older movies, and they always tried to like mask how short he was. Um, and even Robert Downey Jr. will wear like platform shoes, and Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Cruise are like the same height. Yeah, and Robert Downey Jr. doesn't wear them just for fashion. Like he he always right? <laughs> always in all of his movies, anything he's doing, he's got platform shoes on. Yeah, and Tom Cruise doesn't. Yeah. Um, so anyway, did you, you, we talked about this earlier, but I can't remember what you said. Did you watch him on Jimmy Fallon do the lip sync? I, I didn't, but I, but I will now. Okay. You really need to, <laughs> um, there's one part where he runs out and he's, they, you know, Jimmy Fallon does lip sync battles. He did one with Emma Stone and anyway, awesome. A lot of fun. Um, Tom Cruise gets out there. He does one song and he does a song by the weekend and then Jimmy does his song. And in the second one you hear, um, the is risky you, business, is, the risky business song start playing where he slides in his underwear. Oh, <laughs> that's and awesome. Jimmy Fallon just freaks out. His eyes get really big. Like, I, I don't think I've like Jimmy Fallon is an expressive guy, but you've never seen him just genuinely like 
be surprised. Like, like it's always kind of a fake out. surprise. Like, yeah. he knew it was coming, but he's going to act surprised. Yeah. He totally yeah, yeah, fanboyed yeah. for a few minutes. That's and, awesome. and Tom Cruise just looks at him and goes, that wouldn't be fair if I did that. But yeah. Tom Cruise killed it. I mean, yeah. you know, and he did a little little dance number jig in yeah. Tropic Thunder. Um, still still one of my favorite bit parts from Tom oh Cruise. Um, so he's, he's a multifaceted guy that I don't think gets credit from everybody. And that's, and that's, I think that's where he's, what he's done over the last almost a decade now is he's doing, he's doing more comedy. He's doing Mm -hmm. more, you know, I mean, he's always done kind of the action adventure, but, but even he did like these random movies like, um, you know, like uh, Magnolia and Vanilla Sky and... We try um, not to talk about... And The Last Samurai and, you know, th- those kind of movies. Even though he um, he got nominated for Best Actor for Magnolia. Um, I, did you ever see Magnolia? I've never even heard of that one. You should... Yeah, I think you should see it. Really? Yeah. It's uh, it's not your typical... Like, it's not a Tom Cruise movie. It's a... Um, what do they call them? Um, ensemble cast. Okay. And it tells like seven or eight different stories and they all weave together. Gotcha. And, you know, Maybe I have heard it's, of that. Uh, it's actually a really, it's a really good movie. Um, but he's, but, but Tom Cruise is one of those guys that people can't understand because he's so dedicated to his craft and he's so, he, he's so over the top on stuff. But every, every interview I've seen of people who've worked with Tom Cruise have always said that he's the nicest guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, I can't remember what actor it was, but they were maybe in like a mission impossible movie. And one day they were like, um, hanging out with Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise goes, do you ride motorcycles? And he's like, yeah, I've, I've ridden before. And Tom Cruise goes, okay, my people are calling your people. They set up a thing. He shows up and Tom Cruise like teaches them how to ride a motorcycle. That's awesome. Like, cause that's Tom Cruise. Yeah. And, um, have you ever held a samurai sword? No. Okay. He pulls one out of the trunk of his car. Like that's Tom Cruise, you know? And, and so I think, um, you know, especially with like the last samurai you saw that role for him was, I remember that was kind of when I was getting into movie news him being so dedicated to that that role and he spent so much time studying that craft of samurai yeah. and things and yeah. um, so you always I always enjoy seeing people who don't just kind of phone in their performance right yeah and and another thing too about the about our the world's beef with Tom Cruise I guess or their issues with Tom Cruise is that all you ever see of him is what the news portrays about his relationship with his wife or his ex-wife right, or his right. kids. Or the Church of Scientology. Right. All, all of that mess. You, mm. you see that. And so that's your filter when you're watching a movie. Agreed. And Tom Cruise is really, like you said, he's not in the spotlight as much. And he separated himself from those kind of that, that news mm-hmm. about him. And he's really stuck to making these great films. Right. And he's making one after another. I mean, he's just cranking them out. Oh, yeah. But he's not, like you said, he's not phoning them in. He's actually like, he's like know. part writer, part producer, yeah. starring he's in it. He's full on committed to it. He did like set design for Oblivion, like did a lot of really cool yeah. stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, what did you think about the story of the the Rogue Nation? Wait, so wait, sorry, we're getting off track. Did we finish our <laughs> list of, of Tom Cruise? I think we're done talking about Tom okay. Cruise. Okay, you think so? Yeah. I mean, we, we talked yeah, about yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Um, we, we said Tom, Top Gun, and we yeah. said Oblivion. and Yeah. Um, Jack Reacher. And, Jack Reacher was um, awesome. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow was a fantastic. Mission I was trying Impossible to think of, of one of his older movies that I was a huge fan of, but I can't. Besides Top Gun. I liked him in A Few Good Men. Yeah. I liked him in The Firm. He did a lot of running in The Firm. Mm-hmm. You know, like he does in every movie. It's in his and contract. He didn't, but he didn't ride a motorcycle in he, The Firm. <laughs> 
or every, maybe maybe did I, mean, I just maybe don't remember did. that? But it's like every every movie, <laughs> just like Leonardo DiCaprio has in every every contract of his that he does, he has to scream in every movie. This isn't true. This That's is Leo's true. contract. This it's is his rider. Uh, Tom Cruise has to ride a motorcycle and run really fast in every it's movie he does. It's not true. <laughs> Except for he as Les Grossman, he didn't run. <laughs> Um, but he wasn't. They wasn't his movie. He was just that's, a bit. That's a good point. It's a good point. Cameo, so. uh, he didn't have much. Con- I liked control. him in. I liked him in Valkyrie. Did you ever see Valkyrie? Um, no, because I tried to get people to go see Valkyrie, and they were all like, "We know how it ends." Like, <laughs> what? Uh, so it's, it's. You like, also knew how Titanic ended, I but agree. you went and saw that movie too, didn't you? I've seen that movie a lot. Yeah, you have. It's a guilty pleasure. Do you own the two v- I VHS? I don't. I did. Well, no, <laughs> my dad did. Oh my god! And um, I think that's where my love of Leonardo DiCaprio grew from. Was watching him sink to the bottom of the ocean. I used to watch him on Growing Pains. I've seen a couple of episodes of him in Growing yeah. Pains. Yeah. Good times. Um, so right. look, continue. You ready to talk about. Spy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Let's do this. This is. I'm actually really excited about this. Okay. Um, because these spies are all from different eras of of our of the movie genre. Like James it's almost Bond. A, it's almost a different spy genre per right. character. Like each right. Like James Bond is a certain kind of spy. Right. Jason Bourne is a certain kind of spy, right. and Ethan Hunt is a certain kind of spy. Right. Um, so let's let's just go with the classic. All right, James Bond. Um, very uh, debonair. Is that a good word? Is that a good word to use? That is a great okay. word. Okay, um, points, points to you, Houston. He's he's for using the word debonair. You're not going to see James Bond in anything but a suit. A tuxedo. Ever. A tuxedo. Yeah, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, he's he travels the world, but I don't know if James Bond has ever been in the U.S. Has he ever been in the U.S. <laughs> in a movie? Uh. Man, I've seen all of them, and I can't remember. I don't think so. Um, he he at one time was very gadgety, and then they he got realistic and less gadgety, and now they're bringing that back, which I'm excited about. I'm very excited about. I'm excited, I'm excited to see Q. And, we saw and we do. saw uh, the trailer for Spectre. Oh yeah, and yeah. Christoph Waltz. I'm I'm worried that it's going to be a Quantum of Solace though. I think they've learned their lesson. It's like every other James Bond movie is good, but remember too, this is. The, the you see story, the storyline kind of continue all, all the way even yeah. go all the way back to Casino Royale. However, I think I think they learned their lesson because the last two movies, um, Skyfall and what was the other one? Uh, Quantum uh, no, after um, Quantum of Solace. <laughs> oh gosh, I thought Skyfall was. No, no, no. There was another one. <laughs> We're sorry, oh, IMDb. IMDb. Hang on. Anyway. Keep keep talking. Uh, okay, so he's always he's always carrying a pistol. He's he's a, he's a one man team. James Bond. He's he's usually not working with anybody else but himself. Uh huh. Um, compare. Well, let's just all we're all going to compare them to uh, Ethan Hunt. Oh no, it was Quantum of Solace. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah. Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace. Um, and then Skyfall. you had Skyfall, and then now you've got Spectre. Yep. Um, okay, so anyway. Compared to Ethan Hunt, right? Ethan Hunt has always got a team. Right. right? IMF. Uh, has, is gadgeted to the T. He's got stuff on Lots his eyeballs. Ga- <laughs> he's got fake skin. That's right. He's got earpieces. Always one about the mask. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
guns that do things. Uh, he's a multi-weapon guy. Yeah. Um, he's a lot less serious. Like, there's like, like, like the human moments with James Bond. James Bond is uh, we keep saying tortured on this, so let's think of a different. Um, <laughs> uh, he's depressed almost. Uh, he just has a lot of dimensions. Yeah. There's just a lot of depth. And a lot of history. I mean, because think, yeah, think, think about... I think that's what it is. Probably might be so history. there's like a there's like a fan theory out there that James Bond is like a call sign. Right. That it's not actually that James Bond, the character that we see in one film, you know, or like Daniel Craig, you know, didn't right. experience all, this, all the things that Sean Connery did. But didn't they put that to rest with Skyfall? Well, I thought they did. Yeah, because he goes to like the graveside and sees like Bond on his right. parents. Yeah, right. So, so that's not it. But um, so, so my my point is is yeah, that yeah. is that there's a lot of history for yeah. James Bond, that he's been in a lot of adventures, a lot of different things have happened, you know, with regards to his family, but also even like he if you goes the history of all that stuff. Yeah, you know, and James James Bond goes very very. He's he's the classic spy in a sense of he waits for the very best move. Right. Whereas sometimes I think Ethan Hunt as a character just reacts. Yeah. Which you have to do as a spy, but I think it's like he he'll put himself in he'll put himself in really bad situations to get the outcome. Whereas James Bond, right. the ends always justifies the means with right. Ethan Hunt, but with James Bond, he's he's trying to go about it in the the, the most classic way, but the rest of the circumstances just kind of collapse on top of him. Sure. Instead of he, sure. instead of him causing Well, and, and even though he's a one-man team, he has an entire government. That's behind him. That's behind yeah. him. Whereas, like, with the IMF, they're... They don't exist. Not anymore. Right. Well, I mean, now they do. Well, no, technically, I mean, like, if, if you if they were going to go to this, this, the CIA well, and they asked about, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't they, exist. Yeah, they don't but exist. But MI5, or MI6, is it MI6? MI6, yeah. MI6 doesn't exist, supposedly, either. Or does it? No, it is. It is. Mi six exists. Is okay. the other ones that I don't know. Oh, yeah, well. Anyway, but then you then you throw in a guy like Jason Bourne, right? Who is a weapon? Exactly. He's a spy, but he's a weapon. Yeah, he is a government weapon. Yeah, which I think is unique to with to spy that genre. I agree as well. Um, and he's a he's a punch first, ask questions later, right? Kind of guy. And well, he's like he's like that's his instinct. Yeah. Um, but he's he's fighting against his government. Like that's that's his enemy. His enemy is the government. Yeah, which is different than James Bond and James Ethan Bond, Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, he's 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 a one man team as well too. Um, but in like not even like connected but he's to anyone by himself. One man yeah. team. He's yeah. not a one man team like James Bond is. Right. Where James Bond goes and talks to M and you know, gets direction and directives and all that sort of thing and goes on these missions and he wants a normal life. Whereas James Bond and Ethan hunt live for the spy game. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, and then was Jack Reacher? Was that our other one? No, it was just the three. We're just gonna do three. Yeah. Well then Jack Reacher's not really a spy. That's, that's a good point. He's like a, he's a former military police guy. He's a detective and you're right. Yeah. That's a completely different genre. Now there's some other spy movies. If you okay. if you haven't seen some of these movies that I think are one one in particular that I'm thinking of, it's just it's a fantastic movie. It's not it's it's a spy. Well, there's a couple of them. It's a spy movie, but it's you know it's called Spy Game, and it's got um, uh, Robert Redford and Brad Pitt, and it came out in like 2000. It was 
it was before Brad Pitt was like, boom, Brad Pitt. Um, <laughs> and it's really, it's a really, really good movie. I mean, storyline, you're satisfied at the end. You don't know what's coming. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Anyway, it's a really Did good movie. Robert Redford do one with Will Smith where Will Smith no, was no, like that a, was Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. And it's called mm. Enemy of the State. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. That's not really... He's a, he, I wouldn't say he's a spy. It, it's it's it, more of a government big brother kind right, of right. movie, but that's also a really good movie. Um, I think I, I think I saw that it was on... Was it on Netflix? It might be, yeah. That's another good one. Um, but the other movie that I really liked was Tinker Tailor's Soldier Spy. We started watching that one night, and it was like way too late, and we were all falling asleep because it yeah, just starts gotta, really it slow. You've yeah. got to, but it's got like, I mean, uh, the cast is amazing. Like one of the best assembled cast ever. Tom Tom Hardy, yeah, right. Colin Firth, uh-huh. um, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, it'll come back to me. Uh, serious black. Uh, serious black. <laughs> uh, he needs a multi pass. Um, Why well, can't I remember his name now? Gary Oldman. Yes. Oldman. Yes. Good job. Oh, hey, by the way, um, Anthony Davis is the unibrow guy that you were talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. So well, from the last I'm podcast. I'm glad you listened to our own podcast. Hey, man, I wanted, I thought Amber and Aaron did a great job. So shout out to the ladies, yeah. to the good girls. Hopefully, we'll have some other good girls. I and, agree. And uh, get them to. But no, there's some really great spy movies out there. There's one coming up that I'm actually, I'm excited for, but I don't know how well it's going to do because of how different it is, but The Man from Uncle. Yeah. Um, with a uh, guy, Richie, and um, Henry Cavill. Uh, Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Guy Richie is the director. director yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that comes from a TV show. Was it? Yeah, that was a TV show. Mission Impossible was a TV show. I even think The Kingsman was a TV show. Oh, Kingsman was yeah, awesome. Um, so I think there's, you know, I, I like that they're doing this. I like that they're filling out, you know, doing movies. I'm excited about Man from Uncle. I think it's going to be a fun adventure. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be anything that we're going to, like, flip out about, but I think it's going to be one of those... This was a fun. It's going to be. A, it's not going to make any money. I, I honestly don't think it's going to make. No, I don't it's it's going to make zero much. money. Yeah. But I think it's going to be one where we look at and go, "Oh man, Henry Cavill was awesome at that. Army yeah. Hammer, fantastic in that as well." Yeah. It's a really cool period piece, but I think it's not going to mesh together for the audience. Right. And we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I we'll, think I think it'll hit a niche podcast. group. I think it'll hit a niche. I group. think so. Hopefully, yeah. it'll be a lot of old people in the theater. I think. <laughs> okay. Because of the it's a period piece. <laughs> It is, and it's from an old TV show, right? So, right, so it'll be it a lot came of old out people. in the '60s. Yeah. So, there was a really yeah. old lady sitting next to me um, in the theater, and I was like, "I can't believe you're here." Maybe you're, I don't know if you just <laughs> crush on Tom Cruise or if you just really like spy movies, but maybe she grew up watching Mission Impossible. Uh, maybe I don't know. Who knows? Um, All right, we've been we've been at this long enough. Let's talk about Rogue Nation. Okay, um, let's give it. You want to? No, no, no. We, we generic cast. And, Let's just talk cast real fast. Okay. Tom Cruise, get Tom out, Cruise, get past him. great. Yeah, let's, I want to be on. best friends with <laughs> Simon Pegg. <laughs> uh, I really like Simon Pegg. If you haven't watched Hector in the Search for Happiness, have you seen that? Yeah, Tommy. Okay, I, I read the book first. Actually, is what I did. One of which is the book is a really easy read. It's a quick read. It, that movie is so. I love really life changing journey movies and inspirational movies. Yeah. Um, 
Secret Life of Walter Mitty is one of them. Hatred mm-hmm. and Search for Happiness, mm-hmm. kind of in the same vein. Yeah. Um, and loved watching Simon Pegg just kind of shine and and breaking the mold. And then, of course, he's in the Cornetto trilogy and all kinds of other stuff, too. Yeah. So um, Star Trek, like, he's he's a fantastic actor, writer, producer. He's got great comedic mm-hmm. timing. I mean, just a, just a fantastic actor. And then we've got Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Who didn't really punch anybody in this movie. No, it was an interesting role for him. What happens to him in just movies where he just gets I shafted feel from bad. that? I know. I feel bad for the guy. It's like we gave him a chance and in, in, to play uh, to in the Bourne movie, and that's it. Yeah. Like, he punches, like, four people in that movie, yeah. too. So. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy to watch. Um, he has the same hairstyle in every single movie he's in. And he's, his facial hair is... Always the same. Lacking. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. just... it's Can't do anything else. You know. Um, but no, he was good. I mean, he, he plays... He has really good comedic timing. He as, does, as too. He, a couple and times. He, and I think he played his role really well. Yeah. But I feel like that... But he was good in Ghost Protocol as well. Like, he had a lot of action but he, in Ghost yeah, Protocol. Yeah, he, he had a bigger role in Ghost Protocol. I wonder if they... If they wrote Simon Pegg's character's role larger in Rogue Nation because it was so small in Ghost Protocol and they did the opposite. I don't know. Or, it could be schedule. It could just be the way the characters fell yeah, out. You know, you never know with a movie that's kind of ensemble like that. Um, random addition of Alec Baldwin. I liked him. I do too. I like, I like Alec Baldwin. Um, I, I don't know why I'm talking about his hair, but thank it's God also my, the same in everything. Thank God my haircut didn't turn out like that. Tommy cuts my hair, so thank God you don't give me an Alec Baldwin haircut. <laughs> I could because it's totally. like it's like uh, you yeah, just you'll totally. just no, it's, you'll notice. It's, it's like an older Jeremy Renner haircut, is what yes. it is. Do you yeah, notice yeah. that? Uh, I'm a big fan of Thirty Rock from the Sun, and he plays Thirty Rock from the not Sun. Not Thirty Rock from the Sun. Thirty <laughs> Rock. Third Rock from the Sun. Thirty. It is. What time is it right now? It's late. It's, it's eleven forty-nine p.m. Sorry, Thirty Rock. Third Rock from the Sun is also a show you should watch out with. You, young but Joseph you have Gordon. a you Love have it. a man crush on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, though. I don't know. Not anymore. A little bit. Not not that much. <laughs> I have other. I have, much I have other man crushes. Yeah, that's true. Um, no, no, no. Alec Baldwin plays an amazing character in Thirty Rock, and yeah. um, bef- he was the voice inside my head until. Um, Ron Swanson came along. <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, and then, who, who was our who was our our Mission Impossible girl? Our leading lady. Our leading lady, Rebecca Ferguson. She was amazing. I thought they did a fantastic job picking her. Yes. Here's here's something that that I, I wanted to mention this too, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this back to one of our earlier podcasts, and something I didn't mention that I wanted to mention. When they picked Amelia Clark to play Sarah Connor in mm-hmm. Terminator, mm-hmm. I was glad that they picked her because she is not Amelia. If I ever get a chance to meet you, I think you're beautiful and I think you're a fantastic actress. But Amelia Clark is not this scrawny, right? Like model, a Kira Knightley kind right, of right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. She was believable as Sarah Connor, and um, Rebecca Ferguson is believable as this Definitely. girl. Definitely. She's got some. She's not fat at all. Like, no, no, she's no, not no, at all. no. She's she's fit, but she's very fit. Yeah, and I mean, she is. Yeah, I agree. She's athletic. She's got mm-hmm. a really athletic build, mm-hmm. and and it, it 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 all of it seemed believable to me that she did that. And from what I was reading, she trained for like six months to, oh, to yeah. take on this role. I'm sure, but um, I really liked her. I thought she. Um, 
I thought there was depth to her performance. She wasn't just this. She was a huge mystery, which was a motivation for that. Like I wanted to figure her like out. I did like that. I did like that and, a lot. Um, I, the favorite word for you could probably play a drinking game with Mission Impossible. Every time they say the word disavow in the series, <laughs> you should take a shot, and you would just be hammered because they say that word so much, <laughs> or it shows up on the screen or yeah. something random like that. Well, and in this movie, they said the word rogue, I think like twenty five times. Did they really? It seemed like yeah. <sighs> you're. I hear you're. Hunting a rogue, yeah, you know, yeah. a rogue agent. Oh, this is you know, we're we're gone rogue, and they're going rogue. I mean, it was, it was like I feel like every every other minute, it felt like they were saying the word rogue. Uh, I the know. name somebody, of the movie. Somebody watch so, it. Somebody yeah, watch yeah. it and count it. Just count it. Be awesome. But uh, no, I thought Rebecca Ferguson did did a really really good job. Um, I liked I liked the character. I liked that she was so mysterious. I mean, even from the first time you meet her, she's not who you think she is, but then she is who you think she is, but then she's not, but then she is. Right. And and, so, I, and I liked that. I liked that she was a major part of the mystery of the storyline throughout the whole movie. Do you remember in Ghost Protocol what happened to his previous love interest? Like, did they? Because I know she was in it. I know they they did a shot of her. Were they still together? Because they don't mention anything yeah, about no, I don't her. Think in, they're together anymore in Rogue Nation. You're talking about from. For Mission Impossible 3, yeah. No, they're not together anymore. Mm. Mm-mm. Can't remember what happened with that. I need to go back. I meant to watch Ghost Protocol. I watched Mission Impossible 2 and 3 to prepare for this movie. Yeah. I didn't get around to 4. Um, slacking. I am. You I am slacking. I am, I am slacking in a lot of areas of life. <laughs> we'll find that out. But hey, this podcast is going really well. <laughs> uh, Kudos. Speaking of, uh, thank you. Um, <clears throat> we're going to be on the 318 podcast if you haven't. We Maybe we might already be. I don't know. This this time travel the, <laughs> is all is really hard, right? And so we, by the time you're listening to this, we'll have already recorded the three one eight podcast, yes. which should be coming out soon. Yes, <laughs> and we'll let you know on our next podcast. Uh, we'll probably do a repost of it. <clears throat> oh yeah, certainly. so look in our SoundCloud page or our iTunes page to find that. Yeah, or Facebook. Um, back to <laughs> our uh, sorry for the interruption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Um, and then you had, um, of course, Ving Rhames was in mm-hmm. it, but. I mean, he had kind of a bit part too. I, I like him. He's funny. Yeah, yeah. he's part um, of the Mission Impossible family. I would. Yeah. I hate to not see him in the movies. Yeah, yeah. What did you think about our our main villain, dude? He was a perfect villain. He's scary. That very dude, scary. That Joker is scary. First off, I thought he was the man with the horn rimmed glasses from <laughs> Heroes. Heroes. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Seriously? Ugh, which I don't. I, you know, he's he's also a decent villain, good guy in, in Heroes, but then he was like. Had this weird voice, and it was it was just a very very good pick of a villain. Yes, I think he's on par with some of the best Bond villains. Oh, I, that, I would that we've agree. Seen. I would I would agree heavily. Yeah, I mean you you could you could cast him as a Bond villain, and he would be just as definitely just as sinister. I mean, this guy is sinister. He had, yeah, he had a lot of different... Um, insidious, even. Yeah, a good... Oh, that's a two. good word. Insidious, too. Oh. Even. Oh. Okay, but not three. No. No, no. okay. Uh, I, <laughs> um, all right, and who? Anybody else? Anybody uh, else? Man, I, not, nobody else is really worth mentioning. So let's go ahead and give it a rating so we can talk about plot and we get spoilers and we can, we can kind of wrap this thing up for our listeners. Yeah, let's do it. Um... Dude, this might be my favorite movie of the summer. Really? Like, I loved Jurassic World, but we had faults with Jurassic World. Sure. I actually, watching this movie, didn't have any faults with this movie. 
It's interesting. I mean, did you have any faults in the movie? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I felt like the pacing was really good. Mm-hmm. I felt like the main character took her heels off. Thank you. <laughs> the most that's, believable. That's your, prob- that, that's that's, your problem. Yeah, that's what it is. And that's scene one. Like that's like yeah. scene one. Take yeah. one. Take your shoes off. Yeah. Like <laughs> walk into the room. Take your shoes off. Exactly. Like that's the first thing you're gonna do. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's funny. Um, and we they didn't film that after Jurassic World came out. Right. So, so there's exactly. no way they could have known that. Um, no, man, I thought the pacing was really good. I thought the uh, the writing was really well done. Yeah. The conversation, you know, there, there was a couple of cheesy lines, but it wasn't as bad as, you know, Terminator Genesis. It wasn't, you know. Um, it was, the cheese wasn't as noticeable to me. Well, I don't think, because I don't think it was played to be cheesy. Right, like, right, I don't think they right. were like, oh, we need to write a line like this. Yeah. So we can throw it in there. So it sounds cheesy. You know, um, I thought it was very realistic. I thought the story was was good. I thought they they unfolded the mystery at the proper times. Right. I felt and, and they threw in the twist. There were a lot of things I didn't expect. Agreed. And and as I'm as I'm thinking about, okay, where is this going? Okay, this is happening, this is happening. How does this, this character get out of this situation? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times it was not anything that I was expecting. Right. Or or where is this going now that this twist has happened? Now that they've instead of going this direction, they're going another direction. Yeah, I, you know, I was, yeah. I was excited. It was a good, good ride. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Um, it was fun. So, as far as like captivating my brain, this movie, I was at, and I don't know if it was where we were sitting or whatever. Like, it just seemed like everything about this movie was right. Yeah, this was not a movie that you had to pay super close attention to. Right, but it was also not a movie you wanted to check completely out of. Yeah, because you, you had to be able to yeah. follow it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was... It's Whereas, a, it, like, James Bond, you have to read between the lines a lot with some of their characters and you have and the to really listen and, to the dialogue. Yeah. You can't just watch it. And that's why I like... Um, I'm not going to say I like Mission Impossible over James Bond because they're kind of the two... Like we said, two different genres of the spy game. But Mission Impossible, like, you can sit down with popcorn and just, you know, enjoy. Whereas James Bond, sometimes you've got to, like, deep, you know, dig real yeah. deep into, into the plot and... Yeah. Sometimes James Bond gets in the way of taking itself too seriously. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, Mission Impossible knows it's about action, knows it's about the yeah. gadgets, knows it's about really doing impossible tasks. Yeah. And they're okay with it. They accept it and they yeah, push yeah. it further. Well, I like that the gadgets are getting more like they're. The real world is catching up with the well, gadgets in the movie. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's true. one thing. Um, but also, I like that it's not the same gadgets from any of the other ones. Any of the other ones. Yeah. I mean, that. Like the mask, there's you know the, um, there's there's a mask in every film, right? That's the trade. But the way that they create the mask is different mm-hmm. in this film, and it's it's pushing the limits of technology. Like it's like it's Agreed. taking you know technology like, and it's stretching it out. In you know, Ghost Protocol, when they go to the Kremlin and they use like the reflective shield yeah, kind yeah, of thing in the yeah. hallway, and he like yeah. walks it closer, which yeah. is a really good gag bit. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The technology is amazing. So, I for me. This movie's getting an A plus. I agree. I agree. Five out of five. I think. I think A plus. Five out of five. I think um, action wise, you know, you when you think about action flicks, sometimes the action is just it's way overdone. It's it's over the top, and it, it just takes forever, right? Because they want to build out this incredible action action sequence. The action sequences in this film were fun. They were. They weren't boring. Like I, I right. didn't, I didn't zone out during the action sequences because no, I, was, I was engaged. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was really engaged. No, man, I think, I think a plus five out of five. Go see this in a theater. 
Yeah, I'd say go you see know. it in a theater. Also, at the same time, though, you don't have to see. I think it's gonna be one of those movies that's gonna be enjoyable at home. Yeah, as I, well. Yeah, I think um, I think it's a good theater experience. Though. Definitely. Oh yeah. You know, um, and uh, apparently it's out in IMAX, and so you can see it in IMAX. Yeah, and I don't know. I or is don't, it they just uh, a big format, or is which it? the whole movie screen was? It was a big format, so I, I don't know if it was yeah. one of those where it was like, hey, we're just converting it to IMAX, or if there was anything shot in IMAX. I know the big plane stunt you've seen in, in all the media stuff yeah, yeah. is was probably filmed in IMAX, um, but which was really awesome and did not expect it to come into the movie where it did. Um, yeah, okay, we'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, that in yeah. a second. So yeah, so uh, A plus from Tommy and I, and yeah. go see it in the theater definitely. Go see it, and if you're if you're a Mission Impossible fan at all, you're going to want to own this one for sure. Oh, definitely, for definitely. Sure. You cannot own the first two Mission Impossibles and just own three, four, and five. Yeah, and then you would have a great trilogy. Yeah, yep. That's my plan, actually. Uh, okay, so let's. Okay, so from now on, if you haven't seen Mission Impossible Five, stop listening. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Yes, uh, and then come back and re-listen so you can give us two That's listens right. on the play. <laughs> and and okay. welcome back. Um, the fact that the plane scene was at the beginning of the movie that threw me for a loop. I knew as soon as uh, Simon Pegg popped his head up, I knew it was coming. Though I was like, "Oh man, it's gonna be right here!" And I, I was like, "Oh, I was frustrated," but then I loved it. And it I thought everything. that was gonna be the pinnacle of the movie. <clears throat> I'm so glad it wasn't. Though. Me too. Here, here's something, and I'll just throw this out there. I know we're just kind of off the cuff talking about this, but I really liked that the two major action sequences that you see in the in the trailer. The the plane scene and him jumping into the water deal. Well, there's the car scene in the in the in the um, where they like ramp the right, car they, out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so so those three scenes all happen way early and like in very <laughs> minuscule to the plot too. Like right, yeah, they weren't they weren't crucial. Right. I mean, the jumping into the water was, was crucial. Yeah, but, but but you didn't get the whole story exactly. And I liked that story. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm this is why this movie got an A plus. <laughs> this yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, the fact that Ethan Hunt dies like three times, <laughs> like three times, and <laughs> one of my favorite scenes is when he's when he after he dies and he puts on that ugly ugly dress shirt. Yes. And, and he's about to run, and they need to get it, in this car. He trips over and the he trips car. And he falls and he lands on the hood. That was one of my favorite parts. And this is why I like Tom Cruise, because Tom Cruise 20 years ago, 15 years ago, would have never let no. a scene like that happen because it would have made him look... In the first two Mission Impossibles, never. No. Never would have seen that. No. I love that, that these kind of scenes are showing up, that he's messing up, that he's screwing up. He says, I don't, know how to, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know how to change this. I don't know how right. to do this. Who are you? What are you doing? I don't understand. I thought this. I thought that. I don't know. Part of me thinks it's because Simon Pegg is so funny that, that Tom Cruise is now like, okay, I've got to be just as funny because <laughs> I'm the best man there is to be alive That's and right. I have to be just as funny as Simon <laughs> Pegg. Um, but no, I, I loved it. Um, I'm trying to think of just like progressing as the movie goes. Yeah, yeah. Scene with Alec Baldwin and, and, and Jeremy Renner were funny. They had good chemistry. Yeah, they had really good chemistry. Definitely. I thought. Um, I, I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm getting really tired. I'm not gonna lie of them like worrying about getting disavowed and and like I, I really hope this is the last movie where they're dealing with the the plot line of the IMF no longer existing. Yeah. Well, I like that they took it to the next step though. Agreed. That Agreed. they actually did away with it. Right. Altogether, right? That that 
that took it another step for me. Because like when you go into this movie, you think, okay, the IMF is going to become the rogue nation, right? But it's not entirely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's there. It's something completely different, and they're trying to find. Which the trailers kind of alluded that, but I think at the beginning, when the first marketing came out, it made the IMF look like they were the rogue nation. Yeah. Um, which would have been interesting. It would have been an interesting movie to see. Tom Cruise recruit a bunch of spies to be in the IMF and then like yeah. go completely rogue. Yeah. But I'm glad that they're in the CIA. I'm glad they're back and and they're under the care of Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Secretary. Of uh, Jack Donaghy. <laughs> um, well, you know, uh, Alec Baldwin played a spy. What movie was he that? He played Jack Ryan in the Oh, Hunt yeah, he did. he did. He did. Yeah. Uh, he... I, I only remember Alec Baldwin as gray-headed, larger yeah. Alec Baldwin. Like yeah, I, yeah. younger, it's like he did like a body transformation. It was very which much, which is so. really weird. He went from being a, a trim, dark-headed yeah, man to like being leading guy, like a little bit larger, gray-headed. Th- if you, if I were to look at a picture of of him from Beetlejuice, and <laughs> now, oh, Beetlejuice, you would not think that it's the same person. No, 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 no. You may be related, but not the same yeah, person. That's his little brother. Right. Or his son. Right. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like him. I want to see him in more stuff. He's he's I think he's a really good actor, mm-hmm. but he's done comedy for so long that everybody that's thinks true. he's this comedian, but he's actually a really good actor. Yeah. He's a very good actor. Um let's see, plot. I'm trying to get other plot things to talk about, but it's like, what's there there's not really anything bad to talk about. So, like, the good is like, just go see the movie because it's that good. <laughs> it really is that good. Um, I like the twists. I like the mystery of not knowing who Ilsa Faust was. I kept wanting to, I kept wanting to lean over to you and go, I wonder where Anna is. Because Ilsa sounded like Elsa. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> it was going to be a really bad joke. I should have left it out. It's whatever. <laughs> hey, I tell you every week, man, you control what happens in this podcast. What, Which what is you a very scary thing here. to do. It really is. Um, it really is. You, you're the one who makes or breaks this podcast, by the way. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the end of the Good Guys film cast. Um, I, got, I hope we had a great ride. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not really. No, we're just kidding. We're going to do this gonna, even, if, even if it's just uh, my wife and, and our friends listening to the I, podcast. I agree. I think so, too. We're going to keep doing it. So... I want. I mean, there's like more I want to talk about, but it's all like this part was awesome, and this part, and, and that's just kind of boring to listen. But to. But I mean, I think I think that's. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Here's something. He should have been ripped. He should have been ripped to shreds when he fell off that dang motorcycle. If there's anything, if there's anything that we could say, well, I had an issue uh, with. Yeah, like that would be it for right. sure, for sure. Because he rolled like seventeen thousand times. <laughs> And it was on dirt. Yeah, and he, and he had, was and he going the, like ninety four oh, yeah. miles an hour. I mean, he was speeding, dude. But an incredible action sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, did you expect Ilsa to jump in the water to save him? No, I had no. I thought. Okay, so here's what I thought was okay. going to happen. I thought he was going to spin around, and I thought he was just going to catch it, like his arm was going to catch it, even though he was unconscious. And he was just going to be like, yeah, kind of come back to, yeah. or, or it was going to open and suck him out. Yeah, that's okay, what I that's thought. that's what I thought as well too. Yeah, um, I was tensed up whenever he dropped the deck, the cards. <laughs> like yeah. every moment in this movie was just on point. Yeah, and it was out of the blue. It was unexpected. The arm comes through, and, you know, right. So yeah. Um, 
I keep saying um tonight. I'm going to have to do, come up with a different word. <laughs> Siblings. Don't say that. Oh, um, <laughs> ah, I did it again. Yeah, I'm, I'm good to wrap. I mean, like, I, if you see this movie, you're just going to understand that. Yeah, it was awesome. Now, okay, let me let me, okay. let me ask okay, you this. Give it to me. Okay, at the very end, good. We're deep into spoiler okay. territory here. So, of course. at the very end, when they're sitting at the table, Simon Pegg strapped to the bomb, sweating bullets. Sweating. I mean, he. I think, yeah. Um, my my butt Ilsa's was there. Ilsa. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Uh, Ilsa's there, and then Ethan Hunt sits down, and of course he's talking through the eyeball lens, you know, yeah, to yeah. Um, to Solomon Solomon Lane, and. Ethan, so I'm thinking, how in the world are they going to get out of this? He's got, he's got, a, he's got the, the information in his hand. If he doesn't give it away, everybody dies. Yeah. But then if he gives it away, then she's supposed to kill both of them. Like, uh-huh. how, how are you going to get out of this? Uh-huh. I did not. What, what did you think about the solution well, to the problem? Well, first off, I thought I was so worried that you know, like, like in real life. If Simon Pegg had like the nervous farts and like let some gas loose, like with pressure sensitive, would he just explode? Like what? Like I was so nervous that he was gonna move or something was gonna like sh- to set it off. And but were you really? No, I mean I actually really. I, I don't. I didn't think he was gonna die. I was just one of those like where it was gonna like speed up or it was gonna like yeah, cause yeah, more like tension to the, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I wasn't expecting him to be a body shield for her, which was really smart. Like it wasn't just because he could grab the gun; it was like they can't kill him, they can't kill her. Right. Uh, and but, then, but I'm talking about him memorizing. Oh yeah. Do you Did, think he actually memorized it? That was about to be my question for you. <laughs> I don't think he did. I, I don't think, think he, he only memorized. I think he one. bluffed. I think I he think bluffed. He was totally yeah. bluffing. Um, and now, where did that fifty million dollars go? Well. The guy died. I mean, he's not dead. He's not dead. He's captured. That was a very. I, all I could think was of was anticlimactic. Like, not an anti. No, 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 okay. no, no, not okay. anticlimactic. Um, I just thought the fact that they put him in a Pyrex box, like, <laughs> well, it was full circle, is what it was. It it was mirroring the the very first scene, where where he goes into the music store and he's behind. The, oh the yeah. Box. Oh yeah. good and the, point. And the and the smoke comes up. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That was that. That was awesome. Yeah, full circle. Okay, good. Yeah. good call. Or they're Man. banging on the, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he like comes out of the smoke and dude. He like, and and let me tell you, Sean Harris, behind a Pyrex box, really is creepy. scary. Filled with smoke is yes. scary. Yes. Uh, he's dude. That guy's got some acting chops, man. You're gonna have nightmares. I know you. No, 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 no. This is not a. This is not a horror flick. This. I, I won't have nightmares about him. I won't. I don't believe you. I'm gonna call you in the middle of the night tonight when I have no. When I wake up, I'm like, Solomon. <laughs> no night terrors yet. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I won't have nightmares about okay. that. Okay. So. Well, yeah. Let's wrap. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, um, Tommy, how can we find you on the uh, internet or the Rogue you know, Nation? Man, I, I think just Facebook is probably just Facebook. Yeah, I mean, okay. Of course, I don't see. I don't know because I'm I'm starting to like get to a place where. I have already overposted on my kids for Instagram. I don't hardly tweet ever anymore. Um, and Facebook is just one of those things where all I want to do is. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're doing. Did you I had just to take, take a the of inaugural photo of all of our 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes. Sorry. Uh, and Facebook is all all about saying happy birthday. So if you want me to say, if you care enough about me that you want me to say happy birthday to you on Facebook, that would be the reason to be my friend on Facebook. Okay. Or so, to talk about the good guys film cast with yeah, us. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, that, wow, that, gosh. yes, you need to go like that. You need to go. Deleting that from the podcast. Whatever. I'm just kidding. Um, Instagram is Tommy Smith. It's at Tommy Smith. Only the, the O is a zero. It's at T0MMYSMITH. My Twitter is at Tommy Smith. And my Facebook is Tommy Smith. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. And you can yeah, find you me. Yeah, where, where can you, we find you on the, on the interwebs? Um, I've gone rogue. I'm completely disavowed from. You're not. From, I'm not. You're not at all. Uh, you can always contact me on the Good Guys Filmcast Facebook page. Both you of can, us. Both of us. Both. Yeah, just write dash Houston dash Tom. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Houston Bass. And um, I, you know, if 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 you're listening this far, <laughs> thank you. First, thank of all. you. First of all. <laughs> really want to know would you like to see us write about movies would you like to see an actual website dedicated to the good guys filmcast if you do if you want to see more content from us all you gotta do is ask and That's we will it. work to it right now That's we're it. we're happy just doing podcast if you're happy just listening to it if you want to read we can always go into more detail we can always expound on on um if you want to do lunch with us and talk more oh, movies. Yeah. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the show. <laughs> yeah, totally. Seriously. We're open to all of that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just let us know. Yeah. So, yeah, let's wrap it what, up. What do we have coming up? We gotta. We actually have to figure that out. Well, I feel guilty because the good girls, Amber and Aaron, were like, y'all don't, y'all only do guy movies. I'm glad y'all are doing a girl movie. Well, when there's another so I feel girl bad because I don't want to see those movies. Well, what other girl movies coming out? I don't know. I don't know. You <laughs> have to do it. You have to do it the next time. I was the host that first time. I'll 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 suffer. Okay, I don't mind. I'll, um, I'll still produce. You just, you just I know talk. I know Fantastic Four is coming up. Oh yeah, that is probably our next one. So um, that's that's one I think you know we definitely. We'll probably do. I'll probably see the Man from Uncle, but I don't know if we'll we'll mention it in a podcast. Probably not. Talk yeah. about it. I'd like to do a TV do roundup do. at the end of summer. <clears throat> sure. Um. And then we're we're starting to get into Oscar territory with some of the fall releases yeah, yeah. and things too. Another thing we've we've got a guy who's um, requested an old flick oh, for us too. Oh, okay. Uh, we do have something really <laughs> special, and this is something we've planned since the beginning. We just haven't got around. We actually to it. we actually talked about this before we ever started the podcast. Yeah, we want to do. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, are we going to tell? We can tell what we're going to do. We're not going to tell what movie yet. Okay. Right. Okay. We're so, gonna, <laughs> we're going to take some some younger guys who've never seen certain movies some movies that probably I've never seen as well too we're gonna have a group watch movies and that came out before you guys were born yeah yeah 90s <laughs> 80s and 90s 80s well, well 80s. before before the 90s yeah 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 movies yeah. before up the 90s to, up to 91 sure ish and and then if if it's an older movie um, we're gonna recast it for today's time we're gonna yeah. we're gonna Figure out who would be the if best. If we were going to remake it or reboot right. it or, or... I think we need to do one of Michael Douglas's movies because we talked about that on the podcast. We did a little bit. Um, <clears throat> there's there's a lot of potential for that. So keep listening. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be yeah. a bonus podcast. If you've got a movie that you would like to hear our thoughts on who we would recast into those roles now... Shout out to yeah. Mitch. Yeah, shout out to Mitch for his suggestion. Yeah. Uh, so we're excited about getting to, getting to talk about it. So that, that'll be coming up soon too. All right. Fantastic. Well, 
we're in in the podcast, so I guess we'll see if you like this next Wednesday <laughs> or the Wednesday of the today that you're listening. Yeah, like it, share it, tell all your friends about it. Yeah. All right, and thanks for listening. See you guys.